Right, you can't, like, and that was my thing. Like, I was a hypocrite. Here I am, a, a, a fat tennis pro that was moving well, but I was complaining my knees hurt. And, you know, <laughs> my doctor's like, hey, Sully, you're fat. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you, had, so you had desk back. Who else did you have this week? So I had desk back. Um, I had people that walked. So I said to all my students, so here's a good side. So desk back was there. I had... High school girls that, ooh, I had Apple Watch Distracted Girl where she got an Apple Watch and basically was completely distracted yesterday. Like, it was just a complete <laughs> waste of, oh, I mean, it 100 was, bucks. And, and, and it was my group of girls that I just love. <laughs> They're great. And she's like, oh, I got my watch over COVID and stuff. And every, every 30 seconds, she just keeps staring at her wrist, having other conversations with people. <laughs> and so I had this great lesson on energy distribution. We had Frisbees out. I, had, I, was, like, I was so excited about what we were going to work on. One girl had to leave 15 minutes early. One was just not into it. And the other one was just checking her, her Apple watch the whole time. And I was like, Okay, you know, and then everything I said was just, you could tell it was going in one ear and out the other. And those have to be tough moments too, because you're like, at some point, you're, 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 you got to be thinking to yourself, not just that you're frustrated, you're not getting to do what you felt would be really beneficial for them and would be fun and everything, but you got to be thinking to yourself, is this going downhill? Is this the beginning of the end for these girls? Are they going to pretty much peace out? And now I'm going to go and I've got to go. I'm going to use that time elsewhere. I'm going to find some new, some other students that have been, I'm going to call some other students that have been wanting to work with me or whatever. Cause you got to kind of be evaluating that. Like, is this where this is heading? Because you don't know as a pro you're like, oh, well, I, I haven't, know. I hadn't seen them in a, because of the shutdown. Yeah. I hadn't seen them in a, in a, in a couple months. Right. So I was, I'm cutting them some slack. Right. Cause it's also a new toy. Yeah. Right. Whatever. And, but it was rough. I mean, again, an hour that usually feels like it's five minutes felt like it was three hours. Right. It was painful. Yeah. So there was that. Oh, and then elastic energy rally girl who I had the conversation with the, the breakup conversation. Oh yeah. So private lessons were all immediately canceled and we switched back to classes. Why were the private lessons all canceled? Because we classes started and I have no time. I mean, I have so many classes that there's just, I have no time for privates. Wow. So I switched from one system to the other immediately. And she was in my high school class yesterday. And <laughs> within three minutes, what was she doing? I don't know. Overhitting every oh. single ball. One of the other coaches says, hey, I thought you were working. Oh, yeah. This is the girl who you asked if she thinks about this. If she thinks about she want Does she want to be here? She says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love tennis. I'm all about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, do you think about it? And she's like, no. And you're like, but. No, but it brings her joy and happiness. Right. Right. And, and she loves it. And she loves to do it. So I, I said, I want you to have a conversation with yourself. And then get back to me about whether or not you want to continue and this or not. She? Well, no, because we were canceled on privates. So where we would normally have our lesson this week, she ended up coming for the class. And it was like we never had a lesson. It, her game looked exactly like it looked two years ago. There was absolutely no change. One of the coaches comes over me and says, hey, I thought you were working with so-and-so uh, on keeping the ball in the court. 
and I said, we had eight, eight, nine privates. I said, we, I just had a conversation with her. So ready? All she did was filler. Right. It was complete nutritional or lack of filler, complete. Do you know what like deflating that is to a coach? Yeah. I just spent nine hours. Well, I think I would imagine it's deflating. Or if you're a different type of coach, you kind of are like, well, that's her fault. I've worked with her. She clearly doesn't want to, this is not happening. So move on. So my, my next thing is I am going to, I'm not, I don't like things dangling. Yeah. So I am going to have a conversation with her next class. I wanted to see if she came up to me. Of course she did not. And again, what do we, you're like, well, she's only blah, blah, blah. You know what? We're training young people to be so dependent on other people that they can't like speak up. I mean, it's really, it's really bad. So I'm going to follow up again with her and say, listen, when you practice with yourself, or if you decide that you're going to pursue this, I'm here for you. You can just text me. Hey, I'm on the ball machine, blah, blah. And I'm going to throw that out there. I'm going to, I'm going to almost say at this point, she will never reach out to me. I'm giving, I'm going to give her free lessons via a video and a text message. And she just needs to go out and do it. Right. She's probably not going to do it, but, but we're going to see. Right. The other downer was in that class, myself and the other coach, we explained this drill, not complicated. Now we have 13 girls, super easy. High school, high school. You're going to feed the ball once cross court to the deuce side. It's a two to one. They're going to hit it back to you. You're going to hit it back to the deuce side again. That's, that's your second shot. Count your shots. She's going to hit it back to you again cooperatively. Then all you're going to do is take it down the line, change the direction of the ball, and then play the point out. We set it. We showed it. We demoed it. We went through. And we said, does everybody understand? Does anybody here not understand this? Oh, no, no, no. We all got it. Are you sure? Yes. Nobody got it right. The questions started coming. They just stood there. Like when they, we Hey, at least they were asking questions too. No, well, right. And then one girl's like, I don't understand what's happening. And so then I said, not to be littler, I said, I'm so glad you're asking a question. It's always really important. But you know, I think that this goes to, um, a level of interest and a level of engagement and a level of everything, you know, because, and I, and I, and the thing is, is like, I'm sure you do what you can do to set the tone, the atmosphere, like this is serious. This is what we're doing. We're trying to pursue this goal. And I'm sure you explain, this is ultimately where this is heading. It's not just to play better tennis, but if you can get this stroke, if you can, and that's the stroke, but if you can get this pattern of play, this is a common pattern of play once the serve, once the serve goes off that you're going to encounter and that this is a common tactic you're going to use. Right. I'm sure you explained we, that. We, yes. And we say these are building blocks and right. we wanted to get to right. the serve part, part portion of it. Right. There was, there was a point, the coach and I usually have a, a longer term plan over weeks. Sure. Once we get together, it's like, okay, I think Do you should... explain that you have a long term plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, but, and so it took us ready of an hour and a class. 45 to 55 minutes for them to all understand it. So I, so, I, so I want you to understand that this is, and again, it's, mm. it's as if they had never played tennis before. It's as if they had never, this is my concern. It's again, again, I think this is, goes across the board to everything we're talking about today. It's as if nobody knows this. It's as if nobody knows that we're eating 
food that's not and i was the same way like again it was like it's like i had these blinders on of like i don't know why my knees are hurting you're fat it's not complicated you're eating the wrong way you're not, you're not doing the right things you're not processing correctly these are all red flags and i get it i did the same thing but I was able to like snap myself out of it. And as a coach, it's like, how do I snap you out of it? And I guess I can't, it just, it is what it is, but that's a real frustration for me as a coach. Um, because I am saying I was you, I get it. I get why you're there, but I was able to get myself out of it and I want to help you get out of it. And I, and I hope you can hear the sincerity in my voice. I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, it, and it just, and then it's like, I'm spinning my wheels for an entire year in a class and you're just, and maybe there's another coach that feels the same way that I, I think, feel. I think that, I think we just introduced something and I want to jump off here. Okay. I think we had just introduced the tennis rockers cliffhanger. Okay. What will happen next? I don't know. Coach Sully's super frustrated, I, I, but I, coach Claude may have a solution. You'd have a solution. Are you ready to jump off? All right, because yeah, I tell you what, right now, my brain is not rocked and my body is not rocked. I understand. I'm, I'm actually really, this is- You've I driven yourself into, you're circling the drain and I'm going to help pull you out. Okay, let's do it. Okay. All right. All for now. So you are super frustrated. I'm going to introduce something. You might poo-poo it, but I'm going to throw it out there. Please. And no, it's not pretending with a whole bunch of people in the audience and having a big uh, fake- um, grand slam moment <laughs> so i'm going to play this it's from a book called questions are the answer and it's I'm by sorry. questions are questions the are the answer yeah and it's by a guy named hal gergenson gergen Ger, no gregerson it's gregerson sorry gregerson. Okay. anyway so it's questions are the answer and i'm gonna play you a little snippet from it it's nothing major but i think it goes to what we're talking about here and it goes to a broader question. And my question is, should coaches require pen, paper, and writing during a coaching session to help with brain processing, to make things better? And we're not talking about chalk talk here. Chalk talk is different. Chalk talk is like, all right, here we go. X's and O's. We're on this side. But brain processing and what, and because you and I always talk about how, you know, you like to write and you're like, no, I need to write it down. I need to physically write it down. I don't want to type something because I want to be connected to it. And there's lots of studies that show that what you're saying is true and it's right. So my question is, would we be better off? Well, is that what I'm saying is true? Is that people connecting dots and seeing or, or like hearing something and seeing it and not being able to, to do it themselves? But in fact if they were forced to write it, if everybody got a tennis notebook when they came in, this is your class notebook. I mean, we have class notebooks for, for everything in every school. I'm already, you know what? Okay. You just, you're speaking common sense right now and I'm ready and I should be doing this. So, okay. I, I so, no, I should be so doing, let's play okay, this. Play it, and play the clip, it play might the clip. be a little bit off here, but cause I had to rewind it cause it started playing. No, it's fine. I can tell you also last episode, yeah. we, I didn't hit the smarticle buttons one time. I'm proud of you. No, no, seriously, because that's, I understand how bummed I am because it's like, or how frustrated I am because I, I think you're, I want to hear this. Go okay. Ahead, sorry. All right. On how it evoked reflection about work and even more often about life. Read daily, read deeply. 
When I asked my graduate school mentor, Bonner Ritchie, to me, hands down, the best questioner on earth, how he fueled his ability to see things from different perspectives, he simply said, I read books. What more proven way to impose a period of silence on yourself and focus on information intake? Not surprisingly, it came up with others as well, such as eBay founder Pierre Omidyar and VMware co-founder Diane Green. Ed Catmull is a great reader of nonfiction in particular, from the classic works of great historians to the newest titles relating to brain science. Books like these bring him information he wouldn't ordinarily pick up in the course of his day, but that could spark a line of thinking related to a challenge he is actively trying to solve. The benefits of reading deserve a few more lines, because while many of them have to do with the prose form itself, others have to do with the frame of mind adopted by the reader. Regarding the format, it is generally the case that ideas that have been wrestled into prose are more organized and more clearly articulated than they would be in spoken speech or other grammar-defying formats. Writing is an efficient mode of delivering large amounts of information with minimum ambiguity. I'm sure this is why at Amazon, managers insist on prose reports and other communications regarding proposed actions, as opposed to, for example, presentation decks full of bullet points. When people there talk about Amazon's culture, they often mention its writing and reading orientation. Many times, too, a well-crafted piece of prose explicitly names the question it is attempting to answer. Authors often set the context by explicitly naming the questions they are out to address and why those questions are the right ones, despite how others have framed matters in the past. Recall Malcolm Gladwell doing this in Chapter 1. It models the catalytic quality I have been describing. An intriguing question is articulated, the reader is invited to engage with it, and the exploration is off and running. So I think what's powerful about that little snippet is that they're talking about prose, that is the form of writing, articulating their thoughts and emotions and everything into a more succinct manner that can't be understood by the spoken word. So when you're a coach and you're on the court and you're like, okay, we're going deuce to deuce and this is what we're going to do. And blah, 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 blah. And then you show the video or not video, but you actually do it with another coach, whatever. <clears throat> That's great. And you think to yourself, how could they not be getting it? But I'm wondering if we shouldn't be using writing where everybody sits back and everybody's got their books and you make it a staple that like, okay, it's time. <laughs> I'm going to show you this concept and I don't care what you write. I don't care if you draw, if you draw the court or if you draw two stick figures hitting the ball, I don't, you go caveman style. I don't care if you write court or deuce to deuce. I don't care what you do, but you do it right. Oh boy. That was, you know what? The volume was down on that. Oh, hit it again. You got it. Okay. No, I had a moment. Okay. Go ahead. It's the little part that, it's like you and my other son would be great going into Guitar Center. You can go right to the percussion section and no, just, just hit those chimes yeah. oh, over and over, over again. for like 30 minutes. Just I, I love percussion. I actually love shaker. Oh, my go. God. Anyway, so your moment. My moment is just so, again, ready? Here I, here, here I am preaching, doing things differently on the court. 
why haven't I done this? <laughs> Here we go. I teach my kids to annotate. I annotate in a book. I write out all my lyrics constantly. I handwrite everything so I remember it. And sometimes you just need that push. Sometimes you need the doctor to say, yo, you're fat. Time to lose some weight, Sully. Here we go. When you're writing prose and what I just connected here was that when you're writing prose, you have to be engaged in what you're writing on the topic that you're writing on. You have to be super specific, which is why Amazon is one of the most successful companies of all time. Makes you do that because it's like, we don't want the filler. We want to be very specific on why we're doing this and you have to back that up, which is why it's really important for people to write persuasive so if you don't have anything to begin with you're going to start writing and you're going to realize i have nothing here so stop (laughs) no right because because you also then have to really think about what you're writing and when you put it down you have to be very succinct and clear about what you're saying so there's no distractions because you can't be succinct and clear on your topic on what you're writing about so i wonder if Yes. You if yes. you said you wasted 45 minutes. I wonder if you had instead had pen and paper. I don't mean to steal your thunder. No, steal it. You're if you right. you had pen and paper and you said, okay, everybody, which everybody would probably roll their eyes and be like, oh my God. But what do they have to do then? Coach Sully but, wants me to write something out. God. But what do, do they have they to do, do though? They have to be engaged because they're writing it to end. We're going to look at it. I don't care how you wrote it, like you were saying. Okay, Sharon, can you show with us? Can you share with us what you wrote? Okay, Elizabeth, you're next, right? Whatever. I'm just using fake names, but Sharon, Sharon. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that is a a way to get everybody because somebody can look like they're paying attention and completely spaced out. 100%. Right. It's this screen. It's this emotional screen that I try to teach my kids about that everybody kind of has over them that you're looking at somebody, but it's almost through this, you know, like you have a screen door in a house or a screen door or whatever, and you kind of look and it kind of looks through, but you don't get the true image of what you're looking at. So you have this screen and we have this emotional screen that's over us. And we, and we think to ourselves, we're not self-aware enough that we're like, wait a minute, the screen's up. Right. And and I better I better take the screen down because I'm not getting the full I'm not getting this at this moment because the emotional screen is up or the mental screen is up. Right. And if everybody had their own tennis diary, right? Tennis book. To be fair, maybe especially teenagers need it even more. You're talking about teenagers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because the problem is, is that the body's going through so many dramatic changes at that moment and so many hormonal changes, so many whatever changes, physical changes that they're super distracted, that they're super like, this is not, it's not sinking in at all. But Right. <laughs> right. And, and it's been proven that handwriting helps with recall, with remembering. Sure. Right, there's a direct correlation, and the more we, t- and typing does not actually. Yeah, I don't think it's just recall. I think it's also just general processing, that the handwriting, the general processing. Like, I connect when I write my notes. It's so funny when I go back and I look at my handwritten notes. I literally, it doesn't take that much for me to, it doesn't take that much for me to reconnect with the idea that I had for an episode. 
because I look and I and I've done it and I do it in business too. But I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. And I literally can look at it and it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a spell that's cast on you. It's like, fring, oh, I got it. As opposed to reading a typewritten thing and going, okay, no, no, no. right. It's not the same. So why aren't we doing that? Why aren't I doing that? Because that's not the thing you do when you walk. No, the, but it's the way no, I think. No, no. When you walk into the tennis court, you need to wear white. And you need to. Nobody thinks that anymore. It, okay, you, you fine. Whatever. No, but don't you, do that. That's a tr- that's okay, an fine, old but, school. You're oh, dating yourself. All right, fine. But the point is, is that there are certain norms and customs, and this is not one of them. You don't walk onto the tennis court with a notebook. But but elite players do. I think an elite player, a really elite player, Maybe. keeps track of what they're working on. Right, so you think about a professional athlete yeah. has people that's monitoring. Well, they have people, but are they doing it? Yes. Yeah, of course they're, they're keeping files. They're keeping yeah. tabs on how their player's developing through nutrition, right. exercise, right? And the, but, the, the, the but coach then, is the overall director but then the of coach, that. But then the coach has to be driving that, like we're saying. The coach has to be saying, look, you need to be keeping track of this. That's keep, so we're, there's two different things here, though. We have to be really careful what you're doing here. There's the one thing which, you know, we're conflating the two things. There's one thing of keeping track in a very systematic way of what you're doing so that you can use those things for improvements, marginal improvements as you go along. And then there's this other thing that we're doing, which we're reintroducing, which is the concept of taking something that you wouldn't associate necessarily with a sports activity. You're you're introducing something that you wouldn't associate with. I go on in the tennis court. That's what I was really trying to say. You can hammer me about whites, but what I'm saying is it's not the norm and custom to walk on with you can walk on with your bag, you can walk on with your water bottle. So if we've introduced you can walk on with your phone or your Apple Watch, why can't we walk on with our stupid two dollar notebook and, and one dollar pen? I know it's, it's insanity. a tool. It's, it's insanity. A, it's a tool and, that we need. But but there's but there's there's the two things are married though. What I was saying before, they actually go hand in hand. Yeah. No no no. You don't know what Eventually. I'm going to say. No no. You're not going to hear. Let, let me finish. You're you're jumping in saying. Oh no 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 no. You have no idea what I'm about to say. And I think you're gonna you're gonna hit the smarticles button. I said I agreed with you on the writing part for people for cognitive processing, and then I also said. I was about to say that there's coach there's coaches for professional athletes that have other people keeping track of all the development. If you have a notebook for your students that don't get better, but they've written everything down for four months, and then the parents like, my kids didn't learn anything in the class. You're like, open their book. Here are the 40 things we covered. Then they're holding the syllabus they created, and you're so so. It does does multiple things. It allows coaches to say, "This is what we covered," because you're holding the book. You're holding fifty pages of notes that nobody can say they didn't learn any. Well, those guys aren't very good. This coach isn't very good. You're like, but let me see the book. Oh wow. And then it also allows management to say, here, let me, can I see one of the, you don't need to go to the coach. You can just pick one of the students and say, hey, can I, can I see your notebook real quick? And as a manager, club, you can say, oh, it, this should be, ready? This should be a requirement in every single club, in every single class. Celebrate, celebrate writing. Oh, I mean, just and, and just, it doesn't. And for those 
I think for those who are listening who are like, it's going to waste time, it's not. It helps with processing. But it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a verbatim or technical or whatever. Sometimes it could be just drawing. Sometimes it could be just doodling, like a doodle or a draw or whatever, whatever can, it takes for the but brain. But the student can write on the top of the page, like in my class, two to one tactic, right? Right. And we're going to add serving to this next week. Right. Draw to court. You can have lines already preset. You have the tennis court already there. Right. They can draw it out. They can see the pattern. Right, and then they can, and, and if they don't know, they can then go to the side. They don't have to, right. So say say you're a kid that's shy, then you're like, okay, can I go to the bathroom? Why are you taking your book with you? Because I'm going to go look at it in the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm going to say, okay, this is what. Because maybe you're someone that needs this to write it and see it, but then you have a reference point. It's not just that you're a person that needs to write it and see it. You're a person that needs to process it. Different people process at different rates. We're just, we're different. If you want to use the technology, you know, some of us are <clears throat> iPhone SE and some of us are iPhone 12 and there's a lot in between that are iPhone, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, right? And everybody's processing in a different way. And that, that makes it, that makes a class really hard to some degree because it's like, okay, where are you? You but know it, what I but mean? It, but isn't that also then we're good, which we've spoken about earlier on, on multiple occasions, off mic also of not covering too much. Right. So it's funny is in our, in my boys class, we had Sunday and Monday back to back. And in both classes, I'd say half, more than half are doing both days. So we were working on a similar tactic, but for whatever reason, the boys could, most of the boys, I'd say 90%, it took a little bit longer on the Sunday, but when we went to Monday, we did the exact same class again. Some of them rolled their eyes and were like, oh, we had added line of good position in singles. So we had noticed when we were doing the two to one, the girls couldn't get the hitting, like where to go with the shots. Like just understanding like one, two, three. That's what took so long. The boys had that down, but they were completely out of position on the baseline most of the time, most of them on Sunday. So what we did was then we hand tossed, we made everybody stand up behind the person that was going on the base and we hand tossed and explained line of good position on the baseline. Now, again, these are not elite tennis players. So when another coach is listening, like, well, somebody should know that. Well, they, for whatever reason, they hadn't been taught that. So we were working on that or maybe, and again, nothing on previous coaches, they weren't able to get to that part of it because, which is why you can never bag on another coach, because maybe most of them just couldn't control the ball to get to the two to one. So positioning didn't even come up. So now it's coming up and we noticed that most of them didn't understand where to stand on the baseline after they hit a cross court shot. They were actually lining up directly in front of the ball on the baseline and getting smoked when the other kid would hit a cross court, but nobody could fit. So the kid, and here's the disconnect. The kid winning the point when they weren't champ anymore would come back over to the other side, would then do the exact same thing that the player that they beat did. There was a complete disconnect between... Because there isn't time, and I'm, I'm just... No, gonna, go. There isn't time to process this. And at some level, you need to freeze that. You need to freeze that. You need to press pause 
and freeze that. The problem is we keep going, right? It's like, okay, we've got this group of guys or group of girls and we're like, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. We'll get it. Oh, and then we get judgy like, oh, what's wrong with you? How come you didn't get this? You literally have to sit there and say, pause. Okay, you were able to win this point off the other guy by doing this tactic. What was he doing wrong? And and have him try to come to that conclusion and then write that down to get it into the it's not it's not necessarily going to sink in 100% but it's there and then he realizes oh he's not getting in position for the ball and the ball's coming right at him and he's and he's shanking the ball but but you have to but you, this is where it's painful for people because they're so used to going through. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The throws. We got to do the lesson. We got to get through this. We got this is the exercise. We got to do this. Instead, you have to literally. It's painful. And I've done this with you. And to be fair, I've done this with you. And you've started to get pissed at me at sometimes because you're like, okay, can we just play this out? You're like, you're talking too much. You're commenting too much. And I understand that. But at the same level. You need to do some of this where you press pause because you have to account for the mental processing. And that's where writing it down and slowing it down. And yes, people are going to get pissed. They're going to be like, okay, here we go. Get out the notebooks. Let's write this down. But arguably we'll go slow to then go faster. Right? Yes. And I think the other coach that, well, there's this thing too. Hold on. We got to clarify. You are a little prone to not leaving the space for the processing after you speak. Yes. So we all have to do that also. So the other coach I work with, he's very funny. When it's not, when it doesn't look like tennis, he has like a vile reaction. He's like, Ugh. I'm like, you're going to say it. He's like, yeah, this looks horrible. Like it does. He has like, no, that's not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's really good about, we need, we need to freeze. He doesn't say freeze, but he's like, we need to we need to address this pause. now. Pause. And he pa- we pause the whole class. So if four aren't getting it, but twelve are, the other twelve are going to watch, and it's reinforcement is really what it is. So we hand tossed and made everybody stand behind the baseline, and and when they were started talking, I was like, nope, eyes up. But that's a very wa- delicate. Wa- that's a very delicate moment too. You have to be careful because for the guys who are not getting it as long as they're not belligerent or they're bad kids or whatever, you got to make it known among the group. Listen, you were there once on other things. Don't make me, don't make me show how you're deficient on something else by laughing at this kid. No, we make it. No, we, no, 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 no. We don't do that. We make everybody do it. So when we make everybody line up behind them, that kid goes, they all go. And even the kids that had it, would watch somebody else go who would do it a little bit better. Right. And then I'd say, you're doing it, but don't, doesn't this person look a little bit more confident in their movement? And they were like, oh, that's what confident movement looks like. Right. So, so even the kids that had it are able to then say, I understand, but I'm moving like that, but not like that. Right. So what it shows is that, and then the kid that moves with confidence, so ready? Some of the kids that move with confidence didn't necessarily hit the ball better, but they were in position better. So then we would broach the subject of, there's some technical issues here, but your movement's really good. So everybody always had something to work on. I think that's something that you want to really 
get across. At least I do. With look my at what students. you just did when you said confident movement, and then you said the student was like, "Oh, that's what you mean by confident movement." So you have. So the thing is with coaches, you have to also slow yourself down because you start throwing out con- terms of convenience that bundle that they're they're terms of art kind of they're terms of convenience that bundle multiple actions and reactions into a simple word or two because that's how you process it faster but the problem is is that you're speaking a foreign language then to your student because they don't know what confident movement means and you have to catch yourself so that was but that confident move was next level there was, well, I, I did. My landing position, position is here. So when I'm on the ad side and I hit it down the line, I'm going to actually shuffle uh, shuffle back over to get back into position over cross court on the other dude side, on the other side of the center mark, right? But then you're like, then you see somebody else go and you're like, oh, but that was way faster and better. Oh, what? Did, oh, he did a crossover step to a shuffle? So all of a sudden now we're, we're for those students, there's the student that just didn't understand the positioning. Then there was a student that understood the positioning was doing it, but not as efficiently. Then there's a student that's doing it really well and efficiently. But then what did I do when that person came up? I tossed it a lot faster. (laughs) Right. So there's, again, we have all these levels and they're able to see that. But that took us 25 minutes on Sunday. That took a big, almost, you know, a third of the class out to cover that. But guess what? Those 12 on Monday were rocking it. And then we were, then my other coach was like, hey, we're going to skip the tossing today because 80, not, 80 to 90% of them understand this. Let's get to the serve part. And then the four or five that weren't actually caught up because the majority, they were starting to pay attention now. So I think that. We covered one thing on Sunday and we really broke it down that allowed us when you say go to slow to go fast. Monday, we were able to actually get to the parts that we wanted to get to with the girls. Right. But, but so now you, we have to extend have the gr- to, But the notebook will help you account for processing because the notebook, because what there's been studies on this around peak performance and what they've said is, is that there are people, they've, they've had control groups right? Are you ready for this? They've had control groups where they've said, okay, here's the group that's going to practice this activity, whatever it is. And then there's that they're going to, and then they have a, they have a group that will not practice the activity at all, but practice it in their mind. And then they have a group that will practice the activity and they will also do some mind practice. And invariably it shows the stunning things it shows are the two opposite groups, the one that just practices no mind and the one that doesn't practice but practices in the mind are about the same. The people that do the practice and the mind practice actually come out ahead of both the other groups. And it's, it's because they're not just doing the physical, but they're reinforcing it the, through the notebook concept. They're reinforcing it and they're doing that practice at home in their brain or they're mulling over these concepts. Whatever you've talked about, they're thinking about it. So when you sit there and you say to your person, your young student who you're looking to basically say, you know what, it'd be better if we just went our own ways. She's not doing that little element. And it's a big element. <laughs> Actually, it's an important element. If she had a notebook, I wonder if she could be rescued. 
and she could end up being that student who actually does if she says she loves it this is her chance to you know so you have that book and even if they still don't get it in the class you know as a coach they're taking it home in their notebook now they may it's, not it's staring them in the face it's, yeah, they it's, may it's not there. even look at the page but the book is there but the book is there do you ever do that where yeah, where sure. there's the you get something from somebody as a gift or a book and it sits around and you kind of forget about it and then you're like Oh wait, what's that? And you're like, oh, and then you kind of pick it up, but it's literally like nine months. Or there's a year things later. that you can't even get to in your life. You know, you want to get to it. You're like, oh no, I I want to read this book or I want to experience this. So you buy it, and then people around you are like, why'd you buy that? That was stupid. You don't even pick it up. You don't, and you're like, because I want to have it around me. It's there. I'm gonna. It's, it's nagging. There. At, it's nagging, it's nagging at, me. at me. I wanna. I wanna do this. I wanna get to it. And I wanna. And so the notebook could really, really help a student, not just a struggling student, but I think it could help with the cognitive processing. It's not just a reminder. It, it does a lot. And I don't think that a parent would balk at it because it's working on writing skills, processing. I think the biggest thing- I don't, think, you, I don't I th see where there's I, a drawback. I think, well, no, I don't think there's a drawback, but I think the biggest thing is conditioning the buyer to this because I think that the hardest part is you're going to have other coaches in the facility that are not doing this. And then students talk, people talk, and they're like, "Why? Did, what, what's with the notebooks? What are you guys doing? This isn't science class, it's tennis. You're supposed to have fun. I don't get this, it's stupid. So you're gonna have that, and then you're also gonna have, you're gonna have, there'll be some pushback, and then I think there'll be some club people, that are the other coaches that are like, really? I don't have time for that. We're, we're hitting balls. And then I think you're also going to have, but I think all these are easily overcome. I think you're going to have club owners that are like a notebook. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? So what do you want to do? Because I think we're conditioned. You're right. That it's not moving fast enough. And, and we've, right. we've equated, but it's also not part of the equipment. And it needs to be part of the equipment. When you come out of the court, you can't play tennis without the racket. You can, but oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You, you're, you got to hit the smart goals button again. Oh, yeah, sure. This is it's louder now. I had the engineer turn it up, Bob. Yeah, no, it's really loud. I like it because this is a moment for me. Ready? <laughs> sure. Because it's exactly what you just said. Yeah. Our book bag for school is our tennis bag, but there is no pocket for your notebook. There's not a specific pocket for your notebook and your pens or your pencil. So are you or, oh, designing so, a new line of tennis bags? No, seriously, hmm. tennis rockers, yeah. The we should tennis have a tennis, rockers, tennis no, bag. No, notebook. A notebook, place for your With inspirational quotes in there from us. Yeah. Fanuggling, I'm struggling and having fun at the same time. All I can think of as the cover would say, <laughs> tennis welcome to hell. Well, tennis <laughs> welcome to hell. You want to write in that I book. Think, I don't think I want to write. You're going to write no, in that but, book. But, but do you see what I'm saying though? But yeah. like, think of that, but you, you hit the nail on the head on that, right? This is not something that's, in our culture of tennis, it should be. Why do, I mean, again, my brain just got blown open. Like the racket just, that's our logo. You just smashed the racket through my skull. That, that's insanity. But this is, this, this is, is insanity. The, but think about it. This is the mashup. This is why tennis is in the toilet in some level. It's in the toilet because we, we've grown into our own silo and we refuse to sit there and say, wait a second, what other, what can we borrow from other disciplines like school or other other 
I mean, heck, you go to a training academy, you go to, I mean, you take a real estate class, anything, you take a class, you take a class, you're going to bring a notebook. I mean, a lot of people are going to bring their tablet. But we don't need, the thing is, ready? We don't need to defend this. This isn't like it's not scientific. I'm not defending it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is there should be nobody. We don't need to say, the minute you said it, we're done. Why aren't we doing it? There is... Honestly, do you need to say to somebody you need to eat more fruits and vegetables? There is nobody that's allergic on the planet to fruits and vegetables. Right, right. It's well, why we're not doing it goes to the heart of it hasn't been part of the standard equipment that you go on to the court. You you here, stop. When you I'm just gonna say this because I want I don't want to beat the horse bloody, but Did I want to just make me talk to the hand. No, because I don't want to lose this. When you go onto the court, I've seen you do this. You just said this. You said this in a previous couple episodes. Okay. You said to the kid, you're like, um, you know, you you sure you want to wear those jeans on the court? I mean, you'd you'd move a lot faster and a lot better if you wore some shorts. And the kid's like, No, I'm good. I'm I'm good and I forgot what you said. You said it was like he's he's maybe he doesn't really want to do this his parents are forcing him whatever. I'm sure you've said to kids. Um cuz I I had it said at your facility where someone was like at first when my kids were playing they were playing in street shoes. They were like you're going to roll your ankle. You're going to roll your ankle if you don't wear tennis shoes. And I was like, "Ah, whatever. My kid will be fine. He's not running. He's not this is not whatever." And I'm sure you've said you really need to change your shoes, right? <laughs> But when have you ever said, you know, you really need to write this down. <laughs> you really, you, you, I see you, I, this is, these are new concepts for you. This is a new thing. You really need to have a notebook. We have a notebook and we have a pen and you really need to write down. And I frankly don't care as long as you write the title of what we're talking about and then whatever else you want to write underneath that, or you want to draw, you want to whatever, you want to put stickers there. You want to cut it up. You want to use crayons. You want to take it home and you want to mark it. It's your own. You're owning it. I don't really care, but you really need to have, just like you need to have your tennis shoes and you really should wear shorts. You really need to have your notebook and you need to be taking notes. And yes, we require that every class you take at least one page of notes. This is a minimum. This is a bare minimum. We require- yeah, but we're, No, but they're going to do it because we're making, carving out the time. We're carving out. Right. Honestly, really, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Just yeah. take 10 minutes and we're going to, we're going to, after the warm up, we're going to take 10 minutes and write down what we're working on today. That's it. But it's and- not just that. It's when you're working on it, you have to be able to and willing to as a coach pause. All right, everybody. We just started this. We, we, I just explained this drill, get out your notebooks and I want you to write what you think you need to do. Right. And, and, and then we'll see, and I can take a look at your notebooks and see if there's a disconnect and then let's start the activity. And then you do the activity for five, 10 minutes. And then you say, okay, pause, get out the notebooks. We're going to write one more time and we're going to see where this goes. And then, and then they see, do you know what I'm saying? And it, it's going to be a little sausagey making type thing at first, but it may short for everybody who wants to fast forward, get good quickly thing. It may have the effect of short, short circuiting a lot of, a lot of other things because you're working in conjunction with your brain and you're physically writing this down and you getting the concept and better. You won't be able to hide, hide, meaning you can't be that soon as just taking up space. 
Oh, because you're being held yeah. accountable. But, and if you're like, you're in a class and you're and, like, oh, I don't want to write this. So you don't. So there is that element. That's so interesting. In a group tennis class, I forgot about that because in, in class class and school class, you can hide because the other person, there's always somebody who's like, but I have a question and I don't understand. You can keep hiding the entire lesson because because there's all these other people that are drawing attention away from you. But if you have to do everything that everybody's doing, you're forced to do that. Then the pro can come up and say, "Hey, uh, Jimmy, can I see your uh, can I see your notebook?" And there? they've written nothing. There's no, you get you know what that. What would you? you do? What would you do if 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 you if you implement? Let's just say you implemented this. What would you do if you walked up and you and that happened? You found a student hadn't written a thing, and, or they wrote "f you, Sully" in the book. Right? That, again, now that's page, very possible. And every page says that. <laughs> Stupid Mohawk man. You'd probably say, I think tennis is not really where you want to be right now. Or, or I don't think we're connecting. <laughs> I'm going to go, you don't li- I've learned that you don't like me. I've learned that from your notebook. <laughs> There'd be some real, I mean, come on. That would be worthy of videotaping just for a minute. Oh, like going page after page, F you Sully, F you Sully. I'm kidding. And then your reaction of like, you know, I'm getting, we're not really connecting. <laughs> Imagine. So I think what I would do is that that would then I wouldn't even say to the kid. I would just call the parents and say, "Listen, they don't like tennis. They don't find this interesting. You're wasting your their time. You're like, listen, right? And the right. best part is, is that you have had these discussions with parents where they have fought you, and they've been like, what? What have they said? They've been like, oh no, no, no. He really likes it. She really, no, 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 no Patrick. The, the, Oh, they don't? They never... Oh, no, they do. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. They absolutely. fight you. They yeah. fight you. Well, they need to do something... They, they, they need to do something <laughs> athletic. They don't move enough. They're not moving in the class. <laughs> they don't run for the ball at all. Right? Like they, right. They, so they, now, <laughs> take, this, take this to the ultimate. Take this to the ultimate. You then give them the notebook, and you say... And, and really, what you have to do is almost show them a notebook from another kid in comparison, and, you like, and you're like, look, there are all these blank pages. I'm going to show my notebook. Because as a coach, it also holds me accountable on what did I work on the week before. Right. I can't just pull it out of my butt. I actually have to have a plan. So then you show them the notebook and you say, look, we have a bunch of blank stuff here. So it's not working. Yeah. This is, this, this, what does this notebook tell you? I don't like it. <laughs> That's correct. My parents are making me do this. Or I don't know. Okay. It's an, and again, doesn't mean I don't like you. I'm just saying, but again, when you're, Let's say it again. When you're wasting your time and my time and everybody else's time, you're ruining the experience for everybody else and yourself. So let's just do something else. It's okay. I think you just rocked your uh, you I you rocked no, my brain. No, you that. rocked my brain. <laughs> no, and I'm about to go rock my body, dude. This is no. I just you just smashed your racket across my. So head. now you have to go to the dollar store, and you buy these cheap. No, notebooks. I'm going to pitch it to the club. I'm going to pitch it to my manager. Or I'm gonna Walmart. I know. I'm going to pitch it to my manager. This is this is common sense. I'm going to do it with the other coach. I'm going to implement this and to get back to you. I'm going to do this. Oh, interesting. Look, no, no, no. You talk to the head. <laughs> this is this is going to happen. Okay. This is I'm, going I'm, I'm, to happen. I'm interested. I hope it does, and I'm interested to hear follow up on what it is because I think these would be cool things to just delve into like what did they do did they draw did they say what did they say did they say f you sully i mean whatever it is i think that would be funny but i think it would also be good for everybody it's a great social experiment thanks for joining us dude this was awesome <laughs> tennis rockets baby <laughs> Woo! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>